This is the Limo Show 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 Show. In this special episode, I'm actually with one of my girlfriends and I made a lot of cuts on this episode because there was a lot of things we were talking about that weren't super interesting for you guys. So there was a lot of things that I had to cut. But yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, feel free to share, feel free to uh, repost it. What is up guys, Limo here. And today I have with me Mrs. Elizabeth. One of my girlfriends, one of many. And, uh, and I'm with Elizabeth today and I wanted to bring her in because I think, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting person. So. Thank you. So yeah, maybe now we can dive a little bit more about man-woman dynamics, stuff like that. So I think it could be interesting to have your viewpoint on, on some things like that. How do you feel about the dating scene these days, basically? Well, I think it has become more complex and at the same time, mm, I think people used to be more committed to their partners and now it's like not a thing anymore. Uh, people are driven by success um, and sometimes relationships just prevents it. So um, I'm guessing that, well, as I come from uh, quite a traditional Russian upbringing, um, to me, male figure was always like a guy who takes you on multiple dates and he takes care of you. like. Uh, in all the ways he he can, like financially, mentally, romantically, and then you kind of marry and have children and that's it. But in reality, it's not that kind of world anymore, especially in Europe. Um, and what I like about not being so strict about traditions um, is that, well, we can all search for options that we'll enjoy. And the options that I thought I would settle for like five five years ago or, or even one year ago on even on or even before I met you like they're so opposite from where I stand now so I, I kind of think that the scene the dating scene is like expanding its, its borders yeah. and that's a, like from one perspective it's like cool to you know give yourself some time to like uh, search for something that is there for you but at the same time it kind of prevents you from perhaps the whole um, the whole meaning of you know dating a relationship between men and women perhaps mm. but everybody's yeah. got you know at the same time it's not a good thing uh, simply because people that uh, well they they see this potential partner or uh, I don't know can be a girl um, um, they see this potential partner and they, they think, okay, I'm gonna change myself or I'm going to be a better person for this for this potential partner. I'm going to like perhaps settle for, for less. And they kind of aim at, at the wrong things. They don't really see the options out there. They just you know focus on one person and it kind of limits them. Um, maybe it's a good thing because you kind of see this goal of being with with you know this particular person but uh, it's not necessarily the right person for you 
That's why we have so many divorces, I suppose. People just rush into a relationship and they think that, okay, now I'm settled. I'm going to be with this person for as long yeah. as I can. And it doesn't work. Exactly. And you've seen it yourself, like where people, they settle with, like you, you, you told me about one of your friends. We're not going to mention it. I mean, she could be listening at yeah. some, some point. But you mentioned, I remember a girl that, yeah, like she has a boyfriend, but she's kind of settling with him and she doesn't, she's not really attracted that much. But yeah, because of maybe, I don't know, her lack of options or whatever, or maybe the fact that she just wants to be comfortable in a way, uh, she's settling for, for him in a way. So it's also like that traditional type of dating back in the day can limit you and can make you be, uh, it, it can put you in a situation where you're going to be stuck with someone that mm-hmm. you don't necessarily want to be with long term. Yeah. So that's one thing. Now, what do you think about like online, do guys, like, do guys hate on you a lot online, on dating apps, stuff like that, usually? Well, for one reason, I don't really allow a lot of men around me. And um, I have this filter <laughs> uh, that prevents me from, you know, bad experience. Uh, simply, bad experiences, simply men that are not there, the type for me. I'm not saying the sexual type, but like the... Uh, in the way that they're thinking, uh, the way that they have built already something in their lives, they're just not for me. Do guys still approach you in the street here? Like, do you guys still do that here? Not in the streets, no. Not really, yeah? Mm-mm. Yeah. No, it's just... But do you appreciate that sometimes? Like, if a, if a guy comes to you and say, hey, you know what, you look pretty interesting, I wanted to come say hi, etc. Like, do you, like, would you like that? Would you like that? Do you think it's a good thing that a guy, you know, states what he wants and comes and approaches you in real life, etc.? Do you think that's a good thing? Uh, to me, it's the very first thing in a man that really attracts me. It's the first moves. Exactly, yeah. Um, I don't really, obviously, I don't really appreciate when... Um, yeah, when someone, he does it in a, in a bad way. Right? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Or there's a huge age gap, you know. There's yeah. a, a class gap as well. Uh, you kind of have to expect if there is negative reaction to your, you know, approaching. If, if the girl is out of your reach, obviously. Yeah. But if you're young, if you're, you know, um, just go for it. I would, I would say that this is the first thing that like clicks and you say, and you're like, oh my God, do people, do men still do that? Yeah. And this guy is actually like, has the balls to do it. So it's actually yeah. a pretty, like, it's, it's, it's one of the things that like you tell yourself, like, okay, if this guy is confident enough to do that, like he probably has other traits in his personality that yes. allows him to do that in a way. Yes, because he's like open socially, open to the world. And that's also like one of the biggest like uh, bonuses, I would say, to his personality that you kind of see that he's like open to the world and he's going to, you know, for a reach, you know. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like for you, what's the importance of... Instagram for a guy in a way like is it is it that important that a guy has a really great online presence nowadays or do you feel like you know if you meet a guy and he doesn't have any social media it's okay too or do you feel like no I mean he should have a good Instagram he should have a nice online presence in some way well I would say that if if a guy doesn't have any social media presence this kind of makes you question is he like in hiding or something Mm. Is he like not socially prepared? Like, yes, there is this kind of tricky part about that. Uh, it's not necessarily right to think this way, uh, but 
I would say that something online should be there. Something, at least mm -hmm. this is the picture, you know. It's yeah, not, it's not but not any music. picture. Like if you see, you know, a picture of him drinking beer in a football game, it's not that attractive instead of a guy, when you see that a guy, you know, is, you know, he's doing cool shit, you know, he's engaging in cool activities, you know, living his life to the fullest, traveling, stuff yeah, like you know, that. Yeah, I'm working in marketing. Um, I mean, you have to sell yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And if you're selling like on Tinder, like the worst thing is like a picture in, I don't know, in sweatpants in front of your little apartment with a cat like there, like and you're wearing like, you know, weird socks. Yeah. This is like, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not selling, it's, it's, it's downgrading yourself, I would say. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of guys like in Tinder do that. And it's a funny thing about Tinder, it's, it's very edu educational, I would say. Um, you obviously um tinder shows me only guys <clears throat> so i don't know how it is in, with the girls um yeah i mean even some girls have bad marketing for sure yeah for sure yeah but mostly it's like you know trying to look uh, filtered and like and some girls is actually too much like the, it's a catfish like yeah. the, the marketing is too great to be yeah the, like you know in, yeah. when you see them in real life it's just uh it's just deceiving, you know, to, to yes. see that. Yes, uh, well, girls are, you, you know, they're trying to look good in the picture, while men, well, that's the fun, fun part about Tinder, is that they they just post whatever pictures they have, and you probably can judge by those pictures all of his life. Like, um, perhaps, first, for example, he has like five pictures, and... On the first one, he's like with his friends drinking beer. You already know how he, you know, had his leisure time. Um, yeah. Then next picture with his, I don't know, cat or dog. He all, all, you know, all the time assume that, all right, he's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if it's, if, it's a, if it's a big, strong dog and has like great pictures sometimes, yeah. it depends, you know. But yeah, it depends. But like, yeah. um, for example, next picture is some meme, which already like makes me doubt, like, why would you, why would you, you know, market yourself with a meme. I don't know, just uh, in the background, the background in male Tinder is like super important because this is, uh, this is it, the thing that perhaps guys don't really pay attention to. Pay attention to. And yeah. in the background, there is this whole, um, you can the setup, the, the setup, setup of their life, you know. Yeah, exactly. So if it's in a nice restaurant here yeah. or in a nice hotel yeah. or. Like, I don't know, you're in Dubai, like fucking buildings or yeah. like if you're in a nice setup, it, it really, um, yeah, it really adds to your value in a way. So that's why whenever you take a picture, try to have a nice setup, try to be in a cool restaurant, cool place, you know, well-dressed, etc. Yeah, background right. is to be considered. Yeah, this is one no, 100%, 100%. And also the quality of the picture, because sometimes guys take a picture with like an old quality type of phone. It just looks bad, so also like, it nice really quality. It doesn't that you can't yeah. really afford yourself a normal phone, you know? Yeah. The one that takes good pictures. Yeah. You know. What are, what are the, the three most attractive traits that you're looking for in a man, usually? Um, I'm guessing the first one is uh, a man should be groomed. Because there is this whole, you know, female effort towards... Uh, beauty and looking good for a man, so should the man do uh, do the same. Yeah. Um, so you feel like you're doing your part, and you you're expecting a man also to yeah. take care of himself as well, to do his yeah. part in a way. Okay. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Second thing, um, I'm guessing it's 
as I said, uh, readiness to take a challenge, any challenge. Um, if you, if you, for example, even like in a discussion, if if he tells, oh, I want to do that, then you kind of expect this person that he not only talks talks of what he wants, but like he goes for it. Walks his talk. Yeah. yeah, he walks his talk basically. Yeah. 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 Um, in 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 many uh, settings, it could work. Yes. Um, starting from his uh, career to just simply a vocation mm. to talk. You know. Yeah. Isn't it isn't it attractive when a guy really states his like his opinion, but also even though his opinion could be controversial in some way, he's still gonna state his opinions, and even though it, get, it goes against your values, well, he's still gonna he's still gonna state his. You know, you see what I mean? Like when a guy unapologetically, you know, states exactly. what he wants, etc., yeah. and expresses himself, even though you don't agree with what he says, you still respect the fact that he actually states his deep his deeper thoughts. You know, in a way. I think female uh, women are driven to men that know what they want that they that the men that have like this you know um certain point of view on all of the aspects in, in i don't know in, in in their lives like he seems to be an accomplished persona and this this attracts like okay um some females can just say this toxicity and stuff but I do think like on, on some very basic level you kind of submit to to to, to male point of view and yeah. when you respect a man and you truly love him in a way you you got you're gonna submit to his opinions anyways you're gonna align with his opinions anyways because yeah you feel like it's a good person to to be led by you know, Obviously, this yeah. person has to be a person to look up to. You know, uh, women always, they, how do you say it? Uh, they fuck up. They never they fuck up. They date up, yeah. They always date yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. this is what they say. Yeah. And the third thing, what attracts me, me personally, I guess, in men, is uh, readiness to take care um, in any kind of sense. Uh, it can be care for, for his family. Mm. I don't know, just help me, help me with that. Yeah, readiness to take care, pro, uh, like the, the protective side of yes. taking care of. So to sum up, what are the three most important traits? So you said, um, what was the first one? <laughs> like, you said, <laughs> yeah. The, Wait a sec, um, being groomed. Yeah, being groomed, true, yeah, being groomed, you said. Uh, being um, able to take up a challenge yeah able to take up a challenge so he walks his talk whenever yeah. he says something he does it mm -hmm. and um, and the, the third trait was readiness to like like basically being able to care provide. and protect and provide yeah. etc mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. yeah and and what do you think of like also the importance of like for a man the importance of being industrious and, and ambitious and the importance of a man who's like goal-driven as well. What do you think about that? I do think it comes from instincts. It's like in the nature of a man to like, you know, uh, conquer uh, territories, conquer people, conquer power. I mean, in the end of the day, I'm guessing this is how men are built. 
and what they're built for. The the bad thing about ambition is that it might I'm guessing people um, might mm, in in a way neglect important stuff. And this important stuff, you know, it, it goes away and perhaps it can you know, slip through I don't know how to say it. Um, it can take away some things, the ambition, that um, are would be good for a man, I suppose. But in the end of the day, as he... Ah, oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking bullshit right now. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. I didn't understand the, what yeah. you said. But, but yeah, so basically you said... Yeah, let, let's get back into it. So you said... Uh, ambition is great, but at the same time, a guy who's too maybe too ambitious or whatever, some or I don't know, maybe like sometime when a guy is too ambitious, he, maybe what I understand is like he can miss out yeah. on some other parts of life which are also important, like the, the precious maybe, moments. Yeah, of, just maybe at that time, maybe he shouldn't have neglected some stuff, some people, uh, some connections, like. They might go away as, as as a person is you know striving for this one goal, and usually these people might. That's a good thing. In in, in I really admire selfish people, but kind of at the same time they kind of lose a lot for the sake of their ego, and yeah, this is a bad thing about ambition, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk also about you know what's the importance of a man. I mean, seeing a man or knowing that a man has or could have other options too, as well. Like, what's the importance of, of that in terms of generating attraction in some way? Because, like, how do you think about that? Like, when you see a guy that's successful with women, when you see a guy that has options, how different do you feel about that guy in some way? Um, well, you also turn into this kind of playgirl, <laughs> seeing a playboy. Um, not in a way that you, okay, then he's not committed to me, then I'm going to like go for other men and then like play his game. No, it's it's about mm, positioning yourself in a way that, all right, yeah, just do your stuff, stuff like, but it really depends on, on this, on this guy. If like he's worth the, you know, this slight settling for not being the only one, then perhaps, perhaps. So there's a quote that I want to share with you, which says like statistically, women would rather share a high-powered man than settle with a low-powered man. So so there's this quote like women would rather share like so women would would rather share like Brad Pitt mm -hmm. than settle with an average like janitor at a fucking company whatever. You see what I mean? So when the guy is so high value, when the guy is such a quality guy in some way. Yeah some women would rather share him than just settle with less. You know, they would rather have like one Ferrari and they know that the Ferrari is like with other guys. And so, I mean, the Ferrari has options than having like a Toyota and just settling with that Toyota. You see what I mean? Yes, but there are two reactions to, to it from a female point of view. First of, first is, uh, all right, yes, um, I'm going for it because I like this person and I know that it's a Ferrari. I like Ferraris, even though it has multiple drivers, but uh, the second type of female, she would just, this would just drive them away from, from this person. The thing is that uh, when you do uh, multiple partner stuff, 
um, you really have to consider each of them as exclusive, you know, have their, have, let them feel special and well, then it perhaps might work. Yeah, as long as you make them feel special yeah. and unique, um, she could she could sense that you know she's not just another notch on your belt. She's just you know she's also like unique person, etc. Yeah. And so if you can make her feel that way, and you generally feel that way, not not because you uh, not because you want to manipulate her, but really because you feel that way. Like she's unique. You have something unique, but you still see other girls. But she's unique. When she feels that way as well, I mean, it also changes the dynamic. When she feels that she's appreciated for her yes. worth in a way as well. You know, yes. You agree that you know a guy can have multiple women, and a woman, even though the guy has multiple women, she would still be with that guy and that guy only. You know, loyal to him and respect him and be with him, although she knows that you know he he's just a man. You know, he can have other other women as long as he still values her, etc. Right? Yes, I would say that. Yeah. Um, as long as both of you are happy with this choice, I think it's also like evolution. Yeah, don't you feel it's natural? Is how we evolved in some way as a man? Like, I mean, in general, men like historically or even evolutionarily, they've always evolved to have multiple partners, to have multiple women in some way. Uh, that's we. That's how we evolved in some way. And women, evolutionarily, to like they're biologically wired to not have as many partners. As men, you know, you have mm-hmm. limited eggs, you have a limited amount of babies that you can have. You have, whereas the man, you know, he can, you know, he can spread his seed, like in multiple women, evolutionarily as well. So there's also that. As long as he breathes, yeah. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And and what do you think about guys? Like, have you ever had guy creepy guys just come up to you? They they wouldn't know what to do or how to do it. Like, what do you think about guys who? They just never took the time to learn about male-female dynamics or dating or seduction, and they're just creepy. What do you think is the importance of actually learning as well for a man, like learning how to do it in some way, or learning, learning those type of, uh, like improving in those areas as well? Because a lot of guys, you know, they might be good at business, they might be good in their career, but they totally suck at seducing women, at you know knowing what to say, how to say it, what to do. And so, what do you think is the importance also of being well-rounded and, and understanding those dynamics and improving these areas for a man, like having a good, having good seduction skills? Yeah, with women, with friends, with anybody, I, I suppose you have to mm, evolve in those multiple areas because they make you feel more confident in in your other areas. Like, you know, you have to balance between all of them, and uh, one area helps. The other one grows. So. Yeah. 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 Now I've always said this: like, if you're great at communication skills, if you're great at communicating with women, you're probably going to be great also at communicating with other men in business or in negotiation or in networking, etc. So there are so many parallels also between um, between both. What advice would you would you give guys like guys who maybe they're single right now, they want to start dating women? Uh, what advice would you give them? And yeah, what, what's the best? What's the what's the best way nowadays to go about it? To to, to meet women, to find women, etc. Especially in that environment of of COVID. I mean, it, it gets pretty tough and challenging for a lot of guys because now we all have masks. Uh, we all you know we all have those social rules, um, and so yeah. How how do you think a guy should go about this nowadays? You know. Well, first of all, um, not hide behind the chat. 
you really have to go for the real meeting, meeting in real life. And this really attracts a woman because you see that his intention is to meet you, not just to chat, because that's kind of a childish thing to like, you know, stay behind your phones at your home. Yeah, like. no, you don't want to be a texter. Like, yeah, you wanna, exactly. You don't want to be a texter. Like, it's, yeah, you want to you wanna meet as, as soon as possible and make and something happen, you know? Once you meet, yeah. uh, you really have to stand on, on, on the ground, like you have to present with what you think, because the bad thing about, uh, you know, uh, guys who don't really know how to approach women is that they approach one, they focus on one, and they try to um, make her as comfortable as possible. This is the wrong way to do it, because you have to, you have to like, be in charge of the situation. I'm not yeah. like saying that you have to be like, toxic but at the same time like you have to you have to you have to value your attention and your time enough to take action fast in a way to yes. not give you free attention and validate yes. I mean and not too to much be, comfort yeah go ahead yeah, yeah yeah not to be I would say too flexible not to submit to her wishes or like mm. and all of it yeah. because uh, all of that on the first date there is a funny saying that uh, a guy doesn't really have a persona he tries to like be that whatever guy she wants him to be. This is the wrong thing to do. You have to be yourself, you have to be a man. Well, yeah, it comes back to being unapologetic about exactly. what you want, you know, yeah. and just, uh, yeah, voicing your, your sincere thoughts and, and going for it, you know. Yes. Uh, and yeah, so many guys, you know, one of the biggest mistakes is they're gonna try to build too much comfort, as you said, and they're gonna wait, 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 wait. And comfort kills tension in some way. When there's too much comfort, yeah. it kills tension. Whereas, you know, when you're when you take charge, as we said, and you go for what you want quickly, even though it's it's quick. I mean, after one or two days of texting, like us, for example, after one day of texting, or even the almost same day we were about to meet, you know. And so, after one day or two days, like, yeah, let's meet up, you know. No, like, don't hide behind the chat. Just meet up yeah. in real life. One of the worst things to do is like start conversation about your life that you could have done in real mm -hmm. life like yeah you want to be very brief online like online is not a place to just share about your life yeah. and whatever and chit chat about your dog who died and whatever like it's, it's it's more you know talking getting to the point and just meeting up and then during the meeting then you would you know try to know the person better and talk yeah, about yourself and, and make her talk about herself obviously like the sooner you meet the less catfishing there will be and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and what do you think is the best way for a man right now like knowing these new rules of like social distancing and masks and stuff like that like how would you like a man to approach you is it better on instagram online i mean in real life like what was the best way for a man or, or any way is okay as long as he does it i would say that online is safe because it can happen when you're at the office or like at home it's it's just safer for you to okay this person has come to my life but as soon as you kind of introduce each other to yourself, uh, to yourselves to each other, then just go for the real talk. I wouldn't, I wouldn't in Estonian setting with you know cold-minded people. I wouldn't say that um, approaching women in the streets would work. The same works with the guys. But like, I mean, if women approach, you know, men. Mm -hmm would be weird. Which is pretty rare, yeah. Pretty rare. But at the same time, like, just go for it. If you like a person, mm -hmm. goddamn do something about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
when a guy, let's say a guy approaches you or a guy, you know, texts you online and he wants to meet up, for you, what do you think would be the best uh, date, type of date, or, you know, what would be the best setting, the best setup? Like, what, what would be the best practices for a date? What would you think would be the best practices? The best thing is when when a man is in charge and if he invites like a girl then he sets the meeting he sets up the place uh, he plans it for you uh, because this is how he shows his you know his power i would say yeah his um again there comes this resiness to take up the challenge and he knows what he wants he tells her what they will be doing and mm -hmm. yeah she just goes for it because yeah. you know deciding with with a guy that you barely know with a stranger what to do telling him telling him i oh, like this one this thing or this thing and then you're like trying to you know find the common ground it's like so exhausting and you're already like can't he just make up his mind yeah comes that comes back to leadership and just being in charge mm -hmm. and just you plan it all yeah. you plan it all like I you plan say, the date plan yeah. when you plan where i would say just to have like multiple uh, places that work, you already know that these places for dates mm. they work. So you just most of the dates, honestly, it's it's good to have them at your place nowadays. Like, <laughs> like yes. it's it's okay also to have a date at your place. I mean, us how we met, it's like at my place. Okay, hey, come, come. This is the address, and that's also cool. You know, at the same time, it's chill. Yes, but at the same time, a girl has girlfriends and her own point of view on you know dating and. Some girls are like, oh no, he's a pervert, he wants only like mm. to make it a one night stand. So then she's gonna speak to her friends about that a little bit. Yes, and, and, and yeah. they will tell you, no, don't go to his place. He like wants only one thing from you. Like, it's But like, if, she, if she really wants him in a way, she, yes, she'll come. She, she comes if she <laughs> wants to, like yeah. no one will tell you. And if she doesn't, then it's not the right person for you, I suppose. If she's not ready to like, you know. Yeah, if she's not ready to come to your place first date, Fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> That's a toxic thing to say, to him, but yeah. And what do you think besides, uh, you know, because there's mainly three ways a guy could meet women. Either he's going to meet her in real life and he's going to approach her, or he's going to meet her online from Instagram, dating apps, whatever. Or it's going to be social circle, through a social circle, through a party, a setting. Well, what do you think also is the importance of having a social circle? You know, what do you think is the importance of that as well? Not just being this one-man show who's just picking up girls and then that's it, you know, having that social circle as well. Yeah, being a loner, who likes loners, you know? People like those who have many connections. Yeah. Um, having yeah, social resources, resources, you know, yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't have any quality friends, if you don't have other female friends or other other people that you can show her, that you can introduce her to, I mean, she's gonna feel like just this loner, this weird exactly. one-man show, like, you yeah. know? Yeah, I had this experience, like, with loners and yeah, there. You don't really. You don't have this. Uh, you don't see. The figure to look up to. Mm -hmm. in, in a loner, yeah. You don't see the leader in him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you don't really. You kind of lose uh, respect for a man, and once you do that, you are not sexually driven to towards them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, okay, let's talk about sex real quick. What's your, <laughs> what's your, okay, what's your favorite position, one, what's your favorite position? Like, all this stuff, I suppose. If you had to choose one. Okay, let it, let it be missionary. Because man is on top, 
where you should be. Doggy too. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a kind of <laughs> yeah Game of Thrones thing. Yeah. Why Game of Thrones? <laughs> well, because I don't know. Um... Okay, what do you think about guys? What do you think about guys who go down on women? Okay, I don't like anyone going down on me. Uh, simply because it's it's. I want to be equal or lower than my partner in like all the aspects of, of life, like you know, in in their. Mm. I like to say that good sex for a woman is about loss of control, mm -hmm. and good sex for a man is about gaining. gaining total control. Yeah. And so I think it makes sense, you know, and that that's how it should be. And I don't. I'm not saying like going down on a woman is a loss of control necessarily for a man. No, it's a I think it's it's actually a good I actually I know some porn stars who like they do that really well and they still they're still very dominant and stuff. Uh, so no problem about that. But in general, yeah, it's just sometimes if a guy does that as as a way to kind of like get her validation or something or as a way to try to earn her approval or validation yeah. or try to like they need to you know to compensate for their lack of sexual skills in a way. Like they try to go down on her just because they want to compensate because yeah. they don't have a good dick game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they just do that and so that's why sometimes it can be, uh, it can be a bad thing, right? So it, it really depends. Yeah, it could be a present, but like still, you have yeah. to be in charge, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool, awesome, we're, we're gonna wrap it up. Thank you, Elizabeth, for coming on the show. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll have you again at some point. What, what's your last message for a guy right now who's listening to this, who wants to improve his dating life, who wants to become better as a man? What would be one message, one lesson, one advice that you would give guys listening to this? I believe that with smart technique, you can get whatever girl you want. It's all about being um, persistent and uh, confident. Mm -hmm. I do believe that. 